0: Hello everyone. To whoever listening to this, this is episode number 81, and it's 22nd of September. It's a Tuesday, and it's 11 p.m. right now. Oh, just a sec. I disable my notifications. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, super busy day today super busy day. as uh, did, which is because of the work actually there's something which came up suddenly which has to be done uh, in my work it's not that that hectic but it has to be like done asap which need like another day which is tomorrow for me to finish it up yeah it is it, it's, it's doable it's not like super busy thing but yeah it's doable but because of that i couldn't work on music that much so yeah I have to find some time management skills need to like manage my time efficiently to tackle this problem anyways uh, what should I talk about today well, yeah I actually, I want to talk about this thing uh, I don't know should I talk about that on this podcast like it's not it doesn't it's not like an interesting thing actually it's more about my work but uh, it's more also related on the musical side of uh, working and and, uh, more related to the UX point of view which is uh, uh, the music streaming apps which I've been looking out uh, for recently. I've been uh, browsing a couple of apps, which, uh, like, apart from Spotify, Spotify is, the, like, the primary app I use for my music listening, other than that, uh, it's, and, first of all, like, disclaimer, this is not a promotional kind of thing, like, I'm not promoting any app to, uh, like, talking about, talking better about it, and talking bad about other apps, it's not like that, it's, like, pure my perspective on what i think about the whole streaming platforms right now because i have i have seen both the both opinions the ones who are against streaming platforms and ones who are like they the ones who really love streaming platforms which is something i'll uh, talk about today and also the other apps which i was actually i was like just just this was just like me googling for like 15 20 minutes about streaming apps so i was looking up and uh i was i just stumbled upon a video of tidal so tidal is basically a music streaming platform which streams wave files now uh if you're listening to this and if you're a music producer you may know exactly what's the difference between a WAV file and an MP3 file. So, a WAV file, uh, so ones who don't know I would say that a WAV file is basically a raw file. Uh, Once when, like to explain it from a very naive perspective, when a musician or music producer make their song and once they export the song because the song is a project file it's not a f- it's not a mp3 file which you get uh, it's a project file made in project file so once they export it the best audio format is a WAV file so if it's sent for mastering like an unmastered file which is sent to mastering it's a WAV file uh, and for apple users it's FLAC but it's kind of the same thing Wave file FLAC is kind of the same but yeah that's the uncompressed format of song, uh, of a music piece like whatever you make that's the most uncompressed so basically it's not a difference like no one can actually pick difference from an mp3 file or a wav file only the biggest uh, the bigger producers who the more experienced producers, the ones who are producing music for more than 20-30 years or even 10 years, they might pick out the difference. Okay, so this is a WAV file and this is more compressed. So compressed file is the MP3 file, which is called lossy, and WAV file is a test. So so I'm not explaining more about that. But uh, as I was talking about Tidal, so Tidal basically streams WAV files uh i don't know what what difference that does that make uh, so they promise that you get the best quality audio quality in music which you won't get from any other platforms so technically even if you listen to a 320 kbps mp3 file it sounds almost the same as a wav file almost like normal person can't even Like pick up a p- difference from okay. This is a wave file okay, but if you're streaming a 96 kbps file Against the 320 kbps file you can Instantly get the difference between them because of their quality difference is straight away heard But even this quality difference is not heard by normal listeners who are not much into music and they just listen to music sometimes it's not like uh, they're very avid listeners so if that quality doesn't matter to them. Like 90, even 96 kbps is the same for them but uh, someone who just listens to music a lot they can easily recognize the difference between 320 kbps or and a lower one which is like lower than 128 kbps so the uh so 96 kbps 96 or 64 kbps is the bitrate which soundcloud uses soundcloud over compresses a song for the streaming but it they also do some processing on it so it doesn't sound like over compressed like not not over compressed i don't mean like distortion or anything i am saying quality wise it compresses it but i don't know it does something so that it's not that recognizable that okay this is a lower bit rate but yeah it's a lower bit rate on soundcloud and on youtube as well like these two platforms Offer a very low quality of streaming. Uh, obviously, they have their own subscription models like SoundCloud Pro for SoundCloud. I think it's called Go Plus or something. SoundCloud Go or something. I don't know. This this has SoundCloud and YouTube has its YouTube Premium and YouTube Music. So Spotify is there, which also has like a free version and a paid version. Uh, I think so. Tidal doesn't have a Wave. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh free version basically, they just have one premium version which you have to buy and get to use the service and I saw the whole UI and everything like I don't know like at at least at least what UI UX knowledge and product design knowledge I have and when I can see Tidal, they are completely ripping off Spotify completely but in a bad way. Like, there are people who copy Spotify in a good way. Uh, like Deezer. Deezer is one of the platforms who... Which looks similar to Spotify, but still not that similar. In in a way how... Uh, this uh, Tidal does it. And I, I don't know why it's valued so much. Because uh, the video I saw of Tidal was basically... Uh, it, it looked like so fake and cringy and uh, dead mouse was a part of it. I I, I couldn't believe that Dead Mouse I had seen this video earlier where there was some some kind of meme which uh, he he just fake, faked and handshake uh, to Madonna or something. So that was a meme but I didn't realize that was for Tidal. But I then recently saw this video of Tidal and I feel like, why the hell did this guy get involved in this bullshit? Basically, this uh, company title is uh, owned by a lot of people. It's not just one person's company. There are many stakeholders. Many people have uh, their money in it. And the artists who were, who were on that day of launch of title and they were signing this contract and all this cringy event and uh, it's basic and Jay Z was also a part of it. So Jay Z is basically he was on the forefront mostly talking about title. So most of the people think that Title is his platform which is not. Uh, the original uh, owner of it uh, has more stake than the other members, the other artist members, other artist founders of the of title and i don't know i don't uh, for for uh it's not available in uh the, in india it's available like in very selective countries <sighs> sorry so they they had this whole event of like uh, like this is going to change the music industry this and that and half of the world is not even listening to your app So, I don't don't find any point in it. So, basically, it's just a music streaming platform. And uh, it it promises features which are not actually necessary for a normal listener. Like, if, if I am a music producer and if I want to listen to music of higher quality, and if I'm so desperate to listen to that higher quality, I'll go and buy it somewhere. I'll just buy a subscription or something that's the thing Like that's the easiest way to do it but I don't know why this title whole thing took place and even I saw a video of Mouse talking about it in his streams where he's actually dissing the whole title thing like they have grown the valuation of it and they just it's like a whole marketing thing and it's not actually delivering a value uh, Like while it launched, they did this thing when uh, Jay-Z's album, uh, I don't, I'll just Google about it, just a sec. Oh, shit. I think so. Everything was just went paused while I was searching. <laughs> so, anyways, I'll uh, talk again. So, basically, that album is called 444, which I was talking. I just googled about it. So, that was exclusively available for some time. I think now it's available on Spotify. But that was exclusively available on uh, Deezer. Uh sorry. Tidal. I I always get confused between tidal and Deezer because they both look black. I don't know why. They have the whole thing. Some some branding is similar between them. I don't know. Or maybe I am uh, I'm overthinking. So basically, these this streaming service promises those uh, solutions which no one actually needs. And that's when Spotify comes in. now i'll talk about why exactly i am so much favor like i am any person i meet and if they ask like what platform do you listen to music i would say spotify and i would also recommend that person okay so you also take spotify like listen to music on spotify please because that platform is so worthy of recommending it to someone else and also from an artist's point of view that is uh very essential to and nowadays. It's all about Spotify. How many plays of your track are on Spot your track gets on Spotify. That's actually a big concern right now for most of the people. It's 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 almost the uh, it's almost overtaken the Apple Music thing because then there are two things which have actually which according to me I think have changed the game of spotify completely like these are two in depth things which i am talking i'm not just saying that they have a good design or all that things there are two things which, are, which i have found which i haven't seen on any youtube video or any article or anything these are two complete mu- things which are from my observation from like product point of view technical point of view number one being they prioritize playlist over a song or any album. This is where they have hit it harder. Like they have nailed this shit. Which no one understood. And they, they are the only ones who understood this. That like when you are listening to a mu- piece of music. You, are, you don't actually want to listen to the song. Or the, I, Obviously if, if that song is a popular song. You do that. But that behavior is like 1 out of 10. But what about 9 out of 10? Those 9 out of 10 are when you want to listen to music, when you're just, you're just bored, or you're just doing something, or you want to get into a zone. Like if you heard a track, okay, now I want to hear similar tracks. So you listen to some tracks, and then you make your playlist, and then you do that. So every platform before Spotify, actually, uh, they, they didn't understand the value of playlist. Playlists were just there. It was just laying there. It was just another feature. Okay, so you can make your playlist. Even iTunes, Napster and all those platforms which came. They, like, they considered, uh, they didn't pay attention to how important a playlist is. How important playlist should be. So, Spotify understood it. And they literally have this job role in their company which says playlist curator. Where all you have to do is just make playlist every day. Or update playlists every day, listen to songs every day, and like make playlists out of it. This is something Spotify nails at it because when you're listening to music, you actually need to get into a mood, and that's what Spotify curated playlists come in. And I don't know it's there's corruption going on in that or not, but Spotify has a strict policy that they don't allow people to pay and listen to music. That's what they are very strict about like if if you open spotify it's all about what what kind of music you listen to and not what they want you to listen to nowadays they are starting to add started to add some kind of ads but they are very like uh, non prominent like uh, they can be ignored very easily that's just one recommendation which they give it to you which is from the their paid perspective where they but that like comes in once in a month or something that's okay. Like that. I can understand it. But once you open that. iTunes store. Or Apple music store. It's full of. Recommending me. All the. Famous shit. Which is already popular. Why would I want to listen to Every. Which is actually popular. Like. If I. I have that kind of music taste. Then you. It's okay. You can recommend me. All that kind of music. But if I listen to different kind of music. Just recommend me that. Because. If you do that. I'm going. I'm going spend a lot of time on your platform only and that's your benefit that's what Spotify did if you just listen to one electronic song they just take you to the lane of listening to electronic music ever and ever if you listen to one uh, for example Skrillex song they'll recommend you a playlist which is very similar to Skrillex music if you listen to David Guetta, they'll recommend you a playlist which is very similar to Festival House kind of music that's how they work that's the number one thing and the second thing which i really feel uh, which has changed uh, the game of spotify is that adaptability on devices like the decision they make that made why being on all the devices is so important Apple Music didn't do that. They did it with iTunes, like, but iTunes wasn't like a paid store or subscription store. Like you have to download music on the device, then you have to listen to it. So it's like too much effort you have to go before you actually listen to music. So that was like tedious. But when it comes to Spotify, they changed the game. They said that whatever device you have, you just need to have Spotify on it, and that's it. They are on Xbox. They are on TV. They are on desktop. They have a desktop app. Like literally a desktop app for listening music. They, If you don't have anything. You have it on browser which is obvious. And uh, the phone app. Which is again obvious. Variables. Which is not obvious but very important to have. Gaming consoles. They have it on gaming consoles. SoundCloud also did that. But SoundCloud was more of uh, like. Uh, it wasn't a streaming service. It was like more of a creators point of view like i am a creator i make content and then other people would listen to it spotify is more of like you make your content you distribute and then we'll take from wherever you distribute your music from that's what spotify did and that's the second point i want to like being aware that music is not just listened on phone it's listened on many other things and i think so they they'll be the only company who have something of their own like music music streaming would be the most prominent thing from spotify if we ever reach on mars and colonize mars spotify would be the first company to like uh, dominate the music industry over there so yeah this is actually this was actually a very interesting episode talking about some other stuff rather than music uh, music business or music j- just like I don't know what, what to name, I just name it as music streaming services. Uh, anyways, this 20 minutes up right now. And uh, if you like this episode, if you have any views on it, just let me know at in my Instagram DMs. My Instagram ID is at the music. And if you like this episode, uh, this is a podcast slash audio journal, so I record a new episode every day. If you want to know why exactly I do that, you can just scroll down, listen to the first episode or you can just listen to the trailer of this podcast and yeah, if you like this particular episode, then you can just stay tuned and get more of these and uh, yeah, thanks for listening, bye.